You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Wednesday, and in these episodes, Sangram and myself, James Carberry, focus on personal development. We'll share books and other resources that are helping us get a little bit better every single day. And remember, like Sangram always says, without a community, you are simply a commodity. Here we go. Sangram here. I got a special announcement for you. I have been part of the Peak community for almost a year now. And here is the thing. Less than 1% of the marketers become CMOs. And you know what's even harder? Staying a CMO without a high caliber peer network that can help you beat the odds. In Peak community, they build a community around you by creating exclusive events and experiences to help you become 1% better each week. So you can get promoted, have an impact, and do the best work of your life. This episode that you're listening to is an example of the conversations that happen literally every single day in the Peak community. So check out, the link is below. If you want to be part of it, it's only for marketers. So make sure you're not a lurker, but someone who want to have an impact and do the best work of your life. Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the session on how top B2B marketers use video content to generate and convert more leads. My name is Tyler Osard. I'm VP Marketing here at Vidyard. And for those not familiar with us, we are a suite of video technologies for modern B2B businesses. We offer a video hosting and management platform that enables marketers to not only customize their video experiences, but to track who's watching which videos how long they're engaging in that content, and to put those insights to work in their marketing automation and CRM tools. We also offer tools that make it easy for outbound sales reps to record and send personal one-to-one videos to boost their response rates with key accounts and to ultimately book more meetings. Now, in my six plus years here at Vidyard, I've had the chance to work with countless B2B organizations on how they're using video throughout the buyer's journey for both marketing and outbound sales. And I've learned a bunch from those that are doing it right. And I'm here to share a few of those stories here today and the type of video content they're creating and how they're using the technology, the data, the insights behind the scenes to ultimately qualify their leads faster than ever and make their sales team very happy. So before I dive into some of those stories, though, I want to start with a story about myself and an experience I recently went through as a buyer. Now, this is a consumer buying story, but I absolutely assure you there is a lesson learned for all of us in B2B marketing. Now, about six months ago, uh, I was in the market for a new vehicle. The previous lease on my car was up, and so I had to go out and find a new car. Now, this happened in April of 2020, which if you think back, that was right when we were in the heart of the lockdown due to the pandemic. And so I could not do what you're seeing here on the screen. Even if I had wanted to, I couldn't go into a dealership to talk to a rep or to actually test drive a car. So instead, like most of us, this was my car buying experience. My wife and I spent countless hours online looking at different vehicles, reading reviews, and of course, watching a lot of videos to see exactly what these different vehicles offered. And equally important to see review videos of other people driving these cars and giving their experience feedback. 
And all of that content was incredibly important as part of our research experience. Once we had narrowed it down to a few different vehicles, we reached out to three different local dealerships to go in and try to get that test drive experience going. Now, the first two responded back with their typical form templated emails. I submitted the contact us form and I got the usual, thank you very much for your interest, blah, 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 unprecedented times. We'll get back to you when we have an opportunity to have you come in, blah, blah, blah. Very unremarkable and unmemorable. But the third dealership, this is the message I got back from them. And this happened within, I think it was like six hours of me submitting the form. This is the exact email that I got. And as you can see, it had this beautiful video with the sales rep at that dealership. His name was Will Hearn. This wasn't just an automated standard video. In fact, once my lead went into the system, Will got notified and he went and recorded me a personalized video to introduce himself and to actually walk me through one of the vehicles they had on their lot to show me exactly what it looked like as it had very closely matched the specs I had put into that form. Now, for me, this was an amazing buyer's experience. I didn't have to wait to go into the dealership to book a meeting, to schedule a demo, right? I got immediate feedback from them and I got to meet the sales rep from their side, got to learn a little bit about him and create kind of personal rapport from one video. I got to see exactly what it is they had to offer. And he was able to clearly articulate the benefits of that vehicle to me as he walked through and showed it. It was a really great experience. And I never had to carve off an hour in my personal schedule to drive into the dealership and do it. As a bonus, I actually called my wife and kids in, my buying committee, and said, hey, guys, check this out. Watch this video. And of course, they're like, who is this guy? Oh, it's Will. He's great. And oh, this looks awesome. Let's get it. It was this really fun experience. And again, for all of us in B2B, you need to be doing this as well. We talked about the front-end video experience to learn, and then having the ability to have follow-ups based on video like this, it absolutely changes the experience for your buyers. And it's about what they want, not what you want. And that's the important takeaway from this. When it comes to B2B demand generation, whether we're talking about video or anything else, we need to create experiences based on how our buyers genuinely want to research learn and buy, not the way that we want to market and sell to them. Are you with me on that? I put a little Twitter thing here because this is my tweetable moment, right? This is a big quote. Um, And if you agree, I hope you're smiling and nodding over there. If you don't, connect with me on LinkedIn afterwards and let's chat about it. But if you really believe in this statement, that you need to market the way that people actually want to research and buy, then you have some serious and important thinking to do. And in fact, I am going to force you to think about that now uh, through some stories, again, with some of our customers who have done exactly this using video, done exactly this statement of creating an experience their customers love. Okay, so now I want you, I don't have a live poll or anything for this, but I just want you to answer and shout it out at home, be that crazy person, that's fine. If you were researching a new technology, a new product, a new vendor, and you went to their website, let's say you were evaluating marketing automation tools, and you went to Marketo's website, and you're cruising around, you're learning a little bit what they do, the usual top of funnel website stuff. And you now you're like, this looks pretty interesting. I need to learn some more. 
which call to action on the screen here would you be most likely to click? Contact us, book a meeting, watch a demo, or see a product tour. Now, most people, when I do this with a live poll, usually 80% plus select either watch a demo or see a product tour. And it's not surprising, right? Most of us, when we're on somebody's website learning about them, would rather an on-demand experience, just like the one I got from the car dealership, right? So, but most of us are still addicted to the contact us, book a meeting button and form. Despite the fact that I bet you 10 to 100 times more likely that people would click on watch a demo. Now, let me show you this experience and actually how Marketo really does it. If you go to Marketo's website, marketo.com, go ahead, open another tab, hop over there, and you'll see a website that looks just like this. And what's really interesting, contrary to most other B2B technology websites, is look at their main calls to action. In their top header, view a product tour is their main CTA. They have a sticky footer, see product tour. And in their products menu, their first menu, the big hero CTA is watch a four-minute demo. Now, these all go to the same place. They're beautifully designed online on-demand video demo hub. Now, it was, I think, probably pretty stressful for them to go through a process of saying, we're going to remove the book a meeting in the top of our, our, of our website, and we're going to replace it with view a product tour. But something really interesting happened. When they did this, they saw more than a 1,000% increase in conversion rate on that primary CTA. But if you think about it, that shouldn't be that surprising, right? If you were on somebody's website, contacting us or booking a meeting is usually the last resort, right? But if you see that they immediately have an on-demand uh, video product tour, like why wouldn't you watch it? I mean, maybe you don't have 10 minutes to spare, but if you do, like that's a gold mine. Like I can immediately see what this is all about and start to make decisions. So huge spike in their conversion rates on the CTA, but could they generate leads out of it? Well, here's the experience. When you click on one of those, it actually brings up a form and they're using this for lead gen purposes as we all know and get, but they actually see a very high conversion rate on this form. And it's because people have that expectation of being able to unlock this online demo portal totally worth my information if it means I don't have to talk to a sales rep, right? Let's be frank. So I fill out this form, I click submit, and I'm now taken into this really beautifully designed video demo experience. Now be mindful that when they filled out that form, Marketo now knows who they are. And they can start watching this initial interactive tour video. This is about a four minute video that gives you an overview of Marketo's different products and services. And they call it an interactive tour because as you're watching, and this is part of where they use Vidyard specifically, is that they've turned these into interactive videos. So as I'm watching and they're talking about their lifecycle modeler product, if I'm interested in that, I can click on this interactive element and start watching a deep dive video on that right at that moment. And when it finishes, it brings me back to the video where I left off and I can keep watching that overview. So as a user now, I can start to get lots of information very quickly and I can tailor it to my own needs using the interactive elements. Now, once I finish this overview video and I scroll down the page, you'll actually see there is a contact sales button now, but there's also a library of nine different deep dive demos. This is like 
the B2B software version of Netflix here, folks. I can binge on this content for probably an hour if I really wanted to, if I wanted to learn about all the different products and capabilities that Marketo offers. So as a buyer, it's actually a really great experience because I can self-serve and I can learn on my own time. I can replay stuff. I can share it around without having to get on an hour-long call with a rep. But what's even more exciting is that this is even more powerful for Marketo as a pipeline generation process. And why is that? Well, we already talked about the higher conversion rate to filling out that form. So they're getting more leads up front, people that want to watch those demos. But the second part of it is because they're using Vidyard to host these videos, they're able to track who's watching which videos and how long they're engaging in each. So if you go in here and you watch 30 seconds of the overview and then bounce, that data is pushed into your contact record and they'll know you watch 30 seconds worth of video and that might trigger a lead score. You might get put into a nurture program. But if you watch 15 minutes worth of these videos, all of that engagement data gets pushed into your lead record and that will trigger an automated action to push you to a sales rep, to put you into a specific targeted nurture sequence, whatever it happens to be. So as a result, Marketo, their results, more than a thousand percent increase in that website conversion rate. And what they've also found is they now have a 6x reduction, six times, not 6%, six times reduction in their time from marketing qualified, uh, an MQI, an inquiry, to a qualified lead that gets pushed over to sales. Six times faster. Used to be like this, now it's like this. And it's because they can qualify somebody within 30 minutes of them being on their site because they're tracking all that engagement data, right? Whereas before, if it was fill out the form, da, 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 they would not become an MQL until they did a lot more activities. But in here, they're relying on that need for people to binge on video content and using that to score. Super, super smart. Again, not only has it boosted their conversion rates, it's accelerated their qualification process, and it is feeding their sales team an absolute ton of qualified opportunities. If you're not doing this, if you're a product company, now is the time. Watch a demo, see it in action, see a product tour. This needs to become a call to action you try on your website and think about how you may be able to use the data behind the scenes to make sure you're still hitting your lead qualifications. And of course, Vidyard Tech can help you with that. Okay, second area, we're back to my first question of we want to create experiences people actually want to go through. So that's a much better experience we just went through. This next one, I want to talk about how us demand gen people use content. So put yourself in the shoes of one of your prospects or buyers. And if you had 30 minutes to learn about a specific topic that you were researching, what resources would you go to? Would you download a guide? Would you read some blog posts? Would you watch some videos? Would you attend a virtual event? Would you listen to a podcast? There's possibly some others as well. Now think to yourself, what would be your most likely go-to motion here? Now, I know it depends on a bunch of things. The answer that I typically get when talking to get a live audience or a live poll is actually very distributed for this one. There's some people that prefer reading blog posts. There are some people who live and die for attending a virtual event to binge on a topic and learn about it. There are some people who prefer to watch videos. The point here is we need to be present with these different formats to meet the expectations of our buyers. And those people who prefer to watch videos we need to service them in that way. Now, a lot of content programs are built still today around the gated PDF guide, ebook, white paper, whatever you want to call it. 
And that stuff is still fine and it's got its place. But we need to evolve from there and think about how you can use video. I love this example. This is another idea we're stealing from Gordian, who I think is living by this principle of creating content and experiences that our buyers actually want to go through. There's um, Gordian is, they said they market and sell primarily into government and they have a construction procurement um, platform and service where they help with the procurement process for large construction projects. Now, one of the hottest topics in their market that they care about, so from an SEO perspective, is job order contract. Anybody searching for anything related to job order contracting, they want to be the primary resource. So, of course, they have lots of blog posts on it. They have a couple of great ebooks on it. You can see one here, The Power of Job Order Contracting. And they decided, okay, some people may want to learn about this through video. And by the way, video also gives us the opportunity to present the information in a richer way, um, to you know, create a more emotional connection, and it could actually be better for us as well as marketers. So what they did was they created a four-part video series called Job Order Contracting 101, which you see on the right-hand side of the screen. And they did a four-part series, which I think is really smart, because they realized this is a deep-dive topic. There's a lot to say. And when they specced it out, it was about 25 to 30 minutes worth of video content to get through it all. It's a very similar narrative to their ebook, right? But put into video format. And I think wisely, they recognized most people, for whatever reason, psychologically, um, will rebel against sitting down and watching a 30-minute video. However, when they broke it up as a four-part series, it was four or five-minute videos, much more digestible. And it also had this, I think, this like halo effect of like a four-part series. Like it sounds cool, right? Sounds great. So they market it as such, this four-part video series where you can learn all you need to learn, all you need to know about getting started with job order contract. So they then promoted it as such. And they had a similar page to their ebook with a register now button, which again, this was actually gated. So you click on that, you fill out a form and you unlock this four-part video series. Now, once you do that, I'll show you here. Um, the videos themselves were pretty straightforward. They're a mix of motion graphic animations. Um, there's some B-roll footage. There's some customer interviews that they already had that they chopped and used for this. Um, I don't even think they went out and filmed any net new content. And, and they used a variety of what they had as well as some new motion graphics. They produced it on basically a $0 budget. They had an in-house producer. And they created this four-part series. And not only was doing it as a four-part series super smart, um, but also at the end of each video, they included integrated calls to action. And they built those CTAs into the narrative of the videos. So if you watch this and you start and you click play on video number one, then the, um, the voiceover to start goes something like this. Welcome to Job Order Contracting 101, where you're going to learn all it is you need to know to get started with your own job order contracting process. Um, throughout these videos, we'll share a lot of best practices. And at the end of each video, Stay tuned for an exclusive download or related resource to help you get on your way with your own job order contracting. And so they tee it up right from the beginning that at the end of each video, there's going to be a resource that you can get access to. And then sure enough, you know, about four and a half minutes in, they're winding down. Um, they come back on and say, um, you know, now as promised, you know, uh, we want to give you access to this great related resource. It might be a checklist, a worksheet, whatever it is. And at the end of the video, a CTA pops up that they can click to download that. So what is heroic about this is a lead comes in and says, yeah, I'd like to watch this video series. They fill out a form, so they're a new lead. They start watching these videos. And just like Marketo, Gordian is tracking how long do they watch each of those videos. 
and they get lead scored based on their engagement. If they watch 25% of each video, they get a certain lead score. If they get to 50%, they get a bump. And if they get to 90%, they get another bump. So the more they watch, the faster they qualify, which makes sense. But then they're also scoring interactions with those, with those CTAs. So if you click on the button that says download this related worksheet, that also gets scored. And so just like in the case of Marketo, they're now qualifying people really quickly because they know exactly what they're doing through this four-part series. And again, in many cases, within 30 minutes, a net new lead has come in and has immediately gotten flipped to their sales team because they're showing a huge amount of interest and intent. This single four-part video series has been responsible for more than $20 million in new pipeline and over $6 million in new revenue for them. And that was the data after the first, I think, six to nine months. Now, this has been in market for over a year, I think almost two years now. And so I have no doubt that that has continued to rise. But it didn't just happen on its own. They planned out this campaign, but they also promote this video series just like they promote eBooks. They do third-party distribution. They do some ads. They re-engage their existing database to drive people into engage with this. They have an ungated version as well that they can send their existing leads directly to to maximize their engagement and so on. Huge, huge win. And in this case, again, they're using Vidyard to customize the video content, to add the integrated calls to actions, and then to track the engagement levels and push that data into their own Marketo system. Do this. Such a great idea. So simple, but so effective. Um, the one other one I want to comment on here, because a lot of you probably said, yeah, you know, virtual events and also like other types of video series, which I'm seeing a lot more B2B brands doing. Um, if you are doing webinars and virtual events, then, um, you know, my advice to you is make sure that you make great content, of course, um, but also be mindful that that content can be an evergreen source of leads for you. And um, after you're done live sessions, make sure you're uploading the on-demand versions of those webinars onto your website, into your resource center. Our customers do that all the time. And then they'll host it in a Vidyard video player on their website, which again, gives them the opportunity to add in calls to action. They can add a, a form or a gate right into the video itself at the beginning. And it also allows them to be tracking who's watching it, how long are they engaging, and to get that data back into their marketing automation tools. So the on-demand assets are the gifts that keep on giving. We're also seeing lots of people doing um, branded video series and things like that as part of their thought leadership. Lots of great things you can be doing. Okay. So finally, the last topic, Larry, I want to share with you is this idea of email marketing. This might be the second last. Email marketing. We're all doing it as part of our demand programs. But most of us, I don't think are doing as good as we could be. And it's because we still have a traditional mindset of what does email mean? And we're often sending out emails that include CTAs like download the guide or read the post um, or book a meeting, right? But think about those verbs, download, read, book, schedule, right? Those are, there's a lot of friction there, right? Those aren't things we want to do. Like as a buyer, I'm never excited to download something or necessarily to read something or to schedule something is the worst. But what if you had calls to actions in your emails that started with the word watch? or see, right? Watch, see, these are much more active verbs that give me an expectation. It's, it's passive for me. There's high value behind it. And you may see higher conversion rates if you start to offer video-based CTAs in your email marketing. And again, many of us aren't doing it today, but there's lots of opportunity to do it. And as you start creating more of these kinds of videos, right? The Gordian example on the top right, they integrate those videos into their email marketing. And the CTAs on those emails 
say, watch the next episode. They're tracking and they know if you've only watched episodes one and two, they'll send you an email that says, tune back into part three of the series, right? Um, again, Marketo integrates their demos into their email nurtures now. And they'll say, want to you know, see a quick overview of how Marketo can help you? Watch the online demo now. Um, lots of ways in which you can use that in your email marketing. And of course, you can't embed videos and emails, but you can have a thumbnail image um, of the video to entice them, make sure there's a play button on it so they know it's a video. That can link out to a page to watch that video. And again, if you're using a tool like Vidyard to host and manage those videos, you'll not only know, did they click on the email link? Did they click on the video to, to play it? But you'll actually know how long they watched it. And you can, again, set up lead scoring rules to say if they watch more than 50% or 90%, trigger a lead score, which might flip them over to your sales team. This is gold. This is golden information that will help you qualify leads faster um, based on that level of engagement. So it starts to change the way you think about email marketing. And you say, hey, where in this nurture would it make sense to have a compelling video? Because maybe we'll see a higher click-through rate on watch this as a CTA. And we get double value because we could track behind the scenes how long they actually watch so we can score them faster and flip them over to sales faster. Win, 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 right? Across the board. Um, you just got to get behind it. You got to do it. You got to be smart about it. Okay. This is the last area that I'm going to talk about for the last uh, three to four minutes here, which is um, for those of you who work closely with an outbound sales team, maybe you call them sales development reps, business development reps, maybe they're AEs that you work with. Could be part of account-based marketing, could just be supporting your standard uh, uh, demand flow. Um, I will challenge you with this question here now. Again, in the spirit of creating experiences that your buyers really want to go through, if you are out there in the market, which of these types of outreach, cold outreach from a sales rep, would you um, feel is most impactful? Is it that dreaded phone call? I don't want to answer. I don't want to answer. I'm going to answer. Oh, shit. I answered and it sure enough is a sales rep. No, thanks. <laughs> Sorry, that was like a real-time view into my life. Um, typical email, right? In the middle, standard email. We, we don't see. Or number three, a video email, which is simply an email with a video message embedded in it. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, no surprise here, but we are seeing um, outbound sales reps who are adding in personalized videos into their outbound emails to see a much higher success rate with getting responses and booking meetings. In fact, the top performers consistently, um, uh, consistently state that they're seeing a three to four times higher response rate to their outbound cadences when including personalized videos in them. The average, of course, is lower than that. The statistical average reported by SalesLoft based on the analysis of millions of videos um, or millions of emails sent through sales cadences was that on average, cadences that include videos see a 26% higher response rate. But that high-end benchmark is like three times higher response rates. That's the opportunity that's sitting here in front of you. And all it takes for you as a marketer is to partner up with your outbound team and say, let's give this a try and let's brainstorm ways that we could be doing this. Now, the good news is there's free tools to do it. In fact, Vidyard, we offer not only this wonderful video hosting platform and tracking, but also the tools to do what we're showing here. Um, so your sales reps can go to vidyard.com slash free, sign up for the tool and start sending videos as part of their emails just like that. And it's super simple to use. But the real power comes from when you think through, how might I use a video in an email to stand out, to get their attention and to boost my response rates? And the most important thing you can do when using it as part of cold outbound 
is to use it to create thumbnail images and videos that really stand out from the noise and create a high degree of relatability for your prospect. In some cases, people will hold up a whiteboard and write the person's name on it so they know that this video is just for them. In other cases, like Frankie Weschler in the top right, they may eat um, one of the uh, hottest possible chicken wings from Buffalo Wild Wing while on camera and like literally start crying and welling up because it's so spicy while they do their pitch. He did that when he was actually prospecting into Buffalo Wild Wing, um, which was a really uh, interesting experience, which we'll just leave that for now. But they can do screen share videos where they're recording things that might be uh, recognizable by other folks. Lots of ways that you can do this. But again, consistently hearing folks that are seeing increases in response rates, more meetings booked, especially when using it for outbound into targeted accounts. So I'm going to leave you now with some takeaways from all these top performers that we've seen here um, to learn a little bit more about uh, to takeaways from their stories. So the macro takeaway from all of this, as we started, is to use video to create the kinds of experiences, the types of on-demand, friction-free buying experiences that your prospects probably actually want. Don't focus on using video for advertising. Focus on using it to educate, to engage, to connect, and to create these really great on-demand experiences and to give on-demand moments for things that maybe traditionally you were relying on a live salesperson to do or to rethink your content strategy through the lens of telling your stories through video. So think about some kinds of hero video experiences for your website like Marketo did with their online demos for your content marketing like Gordian did with their job order contracting 101 series. For social media, other platforms, think about how you can use video in new ways as part of your demand gen. Look for opportunities to use gated videos as a lead gen process, which we talked about a few examples here. Think about how you can integrate video into your email marketing as a way to re-engage those leads out there and to give them something fresh and new and to use the data behind the scenes to qualify them faster. Consider how you can help your outbound reps use personalized videos to increase their response rates and particularly support your ABM programs. And finally, and most important perhaps, is to use the insights behind the scenes. Now, if you're just using a tool like YouTube or Vimeo to host your videos, you're not gonna get data on who's watching what. And that's where platforms like Vidyard really shine and enable you to start to track who's watching which videos to get that data into your marketing automation CRM and use it for qualification. So with that, I want to say thank you very much for joining me here on the screen. Feel free to grab a screenshot, some uh, follow-up resources if you're interested. Connect with me on LinkedIn. You can learn more about Vidyard at our website. And check out our blog if you want to um, get some more best practices on using video and marketing and sales. You can see a screenshot there. I would, I would always start right at the top of our blog with our ultimate guides to video marketing, video for sales, and video production. Thanks very much, everyone, and all the best on your demand gen programs. You've been listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast. To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.